0: The following podcast is recorded and produced by Emerge, a media creators co op. An affiliation with the network at bicbp radio.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Rituals Podcast. I'm your host, Julius Houston. I'm Demar
1: Crittner. I'm Damian Jolly.
0: (laughs) Um, Thank you guys for joining us once again. Uh, We're live. um, But first and foremost, I want to thank you guys just for being a part of the journey. been a long time coming. uh, Always wanted to go live. So now the fact that we're live, we can, you know, uh, be as open and as honest about it as we possibly can. There's no editing. There's no, you know, cuts, nothing like that. We're going full force, unfiltered, uncut, whatever the case may be. But to start it off. Our movie of the year, I think Damien, for the most part, was Oppenheimer. Um, Oppenheimer is now the highest-grossing biopic ever, and we talked about it like two weeks ago. Like it had a chance, and and it actually ended up happening. I didn't think it could happen, but the fact that it did happen was uh, pretty crazy.
1: No, yeah, I mean, well, so it beats out Bohemian Rhapsody, makes over nine hundred twelve million dollars at the box office, which is you know it makes it third uh, highest-grossing film of the year. Just behind Barbie, Barbie and Super Mario. Yeah. Obviously. And, you know, it was, it's, I'm pretty sure it's Nolan's biggest film, behind maybe like, or b- maybe biggest film outside of Batman. I yeah, I was going to say, outside of Batman. Outside of Batman's, at least. You know, and that was like a big thing because remember when Nolan was a big guy that wanted to push, he didn't want movies going to streaming services. Mm-hmm. He made all these demands of the studios when he made Oppenheimer, and it's paid off. I mean, $912 million is much more than they could have expected. Yeah. And it's the second highest grossing R rated film ever, oh behind God. Joker. Wow. Yeah, That's beat out Deadpool 2. So, I mean, this movie probably blew everybody away. I don't think anybody expected this from, you know, it's a three-hour biopic uh, yeah. about the guy that created the atomic bomb. <laughs> about nuclear <laughs> yeah, about nuclear <laughs> physics. like. Wow. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't think anybody could have expected this, but, you know, it just shows you what quality filmmaking can bring to the, to the world, you know, and there's been some pretty big names that have talked about the film. I know Dennis Villanueva, uh made it, you know, made Dune. He was a big, he said, you know, this break brings the art back to the movies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's about quality, not quantity.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so off of that, uh, shout out Christopher Nolan, man. We made a whole episode about him. And, you know, I watched a lot of his movies recently. And like you said, quality over quantity. Every, every day of the week. I mean, there's a lot of these studios and a lot of these directors that come out with a movie, want to come out with a movie every two years. No one's like every four year kind of guy, you mm-hmm. know, takes his time, uh, puts out good product. And the fact that all his movies I think it was like Nothing's rated like Less than like a 7.8 I think That's OD Like really Like I cannot believe That somebody could put out That good of content Like for the last what Two decades Two decades He's like me for (laughs) Just like you actually (laughs) Actually he got the idea From you So it's like You know what I'm saying Um, but also, two weeks ago, we talked about the Florida documentary, and we were talking about how the football aspect was so cool, documentary uh, was, you know, mixed reviews and whatnot, but let's be honest. The Deion Sanders documentary that's going to come out, I <laughs> mean, come ready on. for that, man. Dude, the Colorado Buffaloes. I mean, who would have thought that, two years ago even, that Deion Sanders would be at Colorado producing... Some of the most exciting moments in football right now. Mm-hmm. With some of the most exciting players in in college right now. I mean, like, Caleb Williams was all supposed to be about Caleb Williams coming into the season. I've heard nothing about Caleb Williams. Yeah. All right. I've heard nothing about Drake May. All, 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 that's all I see. That's all I see. It's all I see. Flex the wrist, and that's all you got to do. the Shader, man. I mean, so, DeMond, like, from what you see from Colorado, like, what's stopping you from going there right now and playing quarterback? Bro.
2: I told my mom, like, yo, they offered me, but I turned it down. <laughs> like, <laughs> But they, they is lit right now. Like, I'm not even, like, you know, college football will be on all Saturday. You know, you tune in. You know, you might know a couple players. But, like, I'm, like, literally invested. Like, mm-hmm. they that, they should get that 10 o'clock ESPN slot every time, the mm-hmm. you know, rest of the year. No, it's kind of late for um, me, man. Unfortunately, it is. And, you know, Travis Hunter is hurt. He going to miss a few weeks. But I still feel like they must see TV every week. Every week. Every um, week. And
1: the,
0: how, how big it was this last week. I mean... Colorado State. Who cared about Colorado State? Even who, as much as anybody cared about Colorado, like literally two months ago, nobody cared about this matchup probably. Mm-hmm. And it probably wasn't get the ESPN countdown spot. They had Pat McAfee, The Rock. I think Offset was there. Mm-hmm. Kawhi these, Leonard was the third. You, like all yeah. these, you don't even show up to the Clippers stuff. games, Dude, right? <laughs> you don't even go don't the show up to the Clippers games. You yeah. to go to the Buffalo's games though. I mean, it's crazy because like they got all these huge stars, you know, nowadays that are coming about and actually coming to Colorado to watch. Travis Hunter, Shadur Sanders, I mean, Shiloh Sanders. I mean, it's crazy how many names they have now compared to what they had a year ago. And they had people leave. In April they had like what, seven, eight recruits, mm-hmm. four starting up leaving. Mm-hmm. Yep. That that doesn't that doesn't look good on them. I you know what I'm saying, like you don't want to play for Deion Sanders.
3: Mm-hmm. But, you don't want to play for the
0: most hyped school? like. No, yeah, I, mean, I don't know if I want you at my school anymore. Like, you clearly got a, a conflict of interest within yourself. Yeah. So I'll be the first one to say, like, for me, I was wrong about Deion. I thought that he made a wrong decision to go to Colorado. I thought it wasn't the right spot. I thought he was going to wait for Florida State. And a lot of people are so worried about him going to NFL. I don't think he will. Yeah, I I don't don't think think he, he'll you you got to think about it like this. I remember went to Jacksonville, nobody cared about him. And that was one of the uh-huh. biggest college coaches ever. I mean, how many college coaches come in and actually even produce? Dude, so- the odds of him doing that are slim to none. So- how much money he's making in Colorado, how much buzz he's creating around, around Colorado, he cannot do in, like, Atlanta. He cannot do in... Uh, Seattle or something, something, you know, like, something like that, randomly.
2: Yeah. He crafting boys and turning them into men, too. Like, you exactly. know, NFL, you know, locker rooms, being dysfunctional. Hey, 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 he already office. came out and said that, too, though. Or, yeah, he was one of
1: mold You could mold these young men into football players and, uh, you know, to work hard and really motivate them. You can't motivate somebody that's making $50 million a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you you got to be
2: self-motivated. I, say, you know I can't saying, do nothing like. for you. And yeah. he has more of a say of, you know, what's going on with recruitment and stuff. You mm-hmm. know, the front office might trade his quarterback away, his mm-hmm. wide receiver, something like that, so. More control in college. Mm-hmm. But,
1: you know, as hype as Colorado is, and I'm, I am buying into the hype, it's fun to watch them every week. These next few weeks, are going to decide what their year looks like. Bro, um, Oregon
0: Oregon this week? I don't
1: even say these next few weeks. I try to say the rest of the year isn't very easy for them. Uh, I would say they probably have two more games they favor, they're favorited in the rest of the year, and that's Arizona State and Stanford. They yeah, play right. Oregon, USC, dude, like UCLA, what? and
0: Oregon State. Dude, they, it's it's Shadur Sanders versus Bo Nix, and it's Shadur Sanders versus, versus Caleb, Caleb Williams. Williams. Like, and I know, and what? that's
1: actually going to be an even bigger storyline, because I know Dion came out and said, hey, you know, Sharder's not a number two. Yeah. He's number one, and, you know, he's not going to come out in the draft if he's not going to be number one. So it's just not going to happen. He wouldn't have been number one anyways. Um, he wouldn't have been number two w- either. Yeah, so... You know he's not going to pass up Caleb Williams. He's not going to pass probably Drake May either. Mm-hmm. So I mean I do I do like Shadur. I think Shadur is talented. I think he'd be smart to just wait till next year. Anyways, yeah, you where you know you'll probably be the best quarterback in college football. Yeah, the odds are
0: year. really in his favor.
1: For yeah. Next so, year. but I mean these next few weeks are really really going to define how they look and just how good Dion is as a coach. You know what I'm saying? I mean their their first few weeks have been really exciting, really good, but mm-hmm. it's not going to get any easier. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you
0: mentioned it, like the fact that he like the fact that he can play against two guys that are probably ranked ahead of him in the quarterback rankings. I would say that Bo Nix has came a long way. He does need another season, obviously, to prove it. But Caleb Williams speaks for itself. They literally come mm-hmm. the to next Patrick Mahomes. It's, you can't get much better than that. You literally. I cannot. mean, even
1: the UCLA guy was a, was is the number two recruit in the nation this year. Uh, he was number two in the top three hundred. Oh so UCLA God. has a five star <laughs> blue chip like prospect. Chip so Kelly stood there, right? Uh, yes, he is. So, I mean, he's, he's not playing against, like I said, Stanford and Arizona State are the only pushovers. Oregon State's 3 mm-hmm. 0, UCLA 3 0, and I know they got a really good pass rusher in UCLA as well. He had like, I think he had like three sacks on 32 pass rush attempts in week one or something like that, or like two and a half. <laughs> so, I mean, they, they got players over in UCLA, I man. Chip Kelly's built a good program. But you know, I said I, they could probably beat Oregon. Um, mm. You know, I, I don't. I'm not on the Bo Nix train. No, I never have been.
0: I love, I love Bo Nicks, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, I was huge on him at uh, Auburn, and he
1: was like he's awful definitely at improved mm-hmm. at Oregon. I 100. But it just kind of makes me wonder if it's just Oregon running a good football program as compared to Auburn. Yeah. You know, Auburn hasn't been much in the last few years. Yeah.
0: Um. To backpack off of the Colorado team, uh, we gotta get into a Sunday football game that we just seen. Uh. Demond, we can start it off with yeah, you. you uh, you're on the wrong side of the two, you know. You got two losses. What's what's going on with? Well, well for for the most part, I say what Which? How do you feel about that game
2: at the end? Um, typical. Since Brady left, slow starts, penalties, mm-hmm. battle line play. Um, only positives again. Like I said from my first episode, you know, we have our young guys coming in playing great. Christian Gonzalez played great. Um. You know, Ramondre had a better game. Mac Jones played good under pressure, you know, despite you know, Micah Parsons and Bruce Smith and TJ Watt on the <laughs> Dolphins D line all of a sudden. But, you know, it's just again slow starts. I think I don't think we have a point scored in the first quarter. You know, we've had terrible losses. You know, Dane back to last year, mm. like terrible losses. And that that one is like no exception. Especially at the end of the game. Cole Strange is trying to win you a game. That's that's, that's od. But you know, I'm trying again, to find a good image of that of goal. No, no, no. we like, don't we don't need an image of that. You know trying mean? to don't find an image it so that. much. I, I looked at that play like a hundred times. <laughs> You're like you sure he sure. should? Like, yeah, I, I, I you know, <laughs> over and then Jaceki running in sand, like can't move. <laughs> I can't wait. To talk like, about you that. high stepping for it, bro. You know, <laughs> we're near the end zone, but um, you know, This just a slow start. You know, we gotta. Start off quicker. Hopefully, we have a better week three. We lose this week. You we, got the you, week we got right? the justice. We got the justice. We. You know. Luckily, like Zach Wilson three. is a quarterback. <laughs>
0: Man. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the way I looked at it for the Patriots side, like you said, that slow start, and it doesn't get any worse than you have a good drive, you score, you get get the ball back, two plays, and Raheem Mostert's running up the up the gut. Oh my! god Like that—that that was the—that was a dagger to me. Even though yeah. the, the game was still able to be won and mm-hmm. whatnot, that was. I that think that, I think that set the tone for the. Yeah. And the and game then mm-hmm.
2: Christian Gonzalez gets the interception. He's back on the field in a minute and ten seconds. Like, like yeah, like, that's like, awful. <laughs> three and out early. I'm like, mm. that's that's. Tough. And that
0: was a beautiful pick. I mean, he sky He for went, sure. went
1: straight vertical, man. That dude. was that was a tough play to make with cut your back to the end off, zone. He
0: cut off Tyreek Hill perfectly, and I mean, that's a bad ball by Tua. You're really not going to expect too many balls like that from Tua. But when you get him you got to take Hmm uh, so Damien, you're on the right side of Tua, I mean, like, yeah, come on, um, what's it up? Was,
1: it was a fun game for sure. Uh, I <laughs> wish we could have stayed more consistent. That second half was tough for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Patriots made a lot of good adjustments. You expect that with Bill Belichick. He's uh, you know a defensive mastermind. Three safeties all game. He clearly respected Tua in the deep ball. Um, really made us pick the pick apart the sidelines, which was interesting because Tua always struggled with the sidelines. That was a big um, narrative last year that Tua cannot throw outside the numbers. Mm-hmm. He won't do it. He's a middle of the field guy. I think he had one completion over the middle of the field in that game and against the Patriots. Was the... I want to say that, and I want to say that was the one to it was the RPO to Craycraft. I want to say. Okay, I'm about to say that was either Craycraft or Bear. Yeah. I so I, I, and so I mean, we, I pretty much, you know, he was 21 of 30 and pretty much every pass outside of the numbers, and it was smart to just see him be quicker with the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, Tua holds the ball a lot of the times, and he was quick to take his check downs and really do that. But I don't even want to say that the offense is the highlight. You know, he and Mostert also had a great game, 120 yards rushing. The defense is what I wanted to see. After that that. first week, I was so scared. I was like, maybe – I wasn't giving up on them, but, you know, 36 points in your first game, 200-plus yards rushing – we completely shut that down this week. I know the Patriots' the offensive line is hurt and they're not dealing with all their full starters, but I think we Madre Stevenson until the end. averaged like two point four yards a carry.
0: Yeah, he he, he played well uh, in spurts. Like he had like yeah, a good spurts. drive and he had a horrible drive. Yeah, yeah. Drive, you know, and
1: we just got a lot of penetration in the run game. You know, like Zeke, Ezekiel Elliott was a non-factor. Um, Cut him, <laughs>
0: dude is not good anymore. I don't and know, like they're not even using him the way I thought they would. I mean, like Madre Stevenson, like I get like you want a goal line back. Ramondre Stevenson looks like a goal yeah, he's so Like, what do you counts. need? What do you need? Like, he looks, he's bigger than Zeke. Like, yeah, what do you yeah. need uh, Zeke for? You see how yeah. like you would go against somebody that's a little bit shifty or a little bit uh, more uh, bounces, run to the outside and cut them, cut up and literally get, you know, 30 yards in
1: one play. Right. Stevenson, he'll wear you out. Seven, eight yard carries, like mm-hmm. back to back to back. Um, but the highlight for me for sure is definitely the Dolphins' pass rush. Um, oh, yeah. That was, the run, like I said, the run defense was good, but the pass rush was unbelievable. Bradley Chubb finally showed up. It was his first game as a Dolphin. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, because he hasn't done anything else in a Dolphins jersey. <laughs> and, you know, and that was without Jalen Phillips. Our best pass rusher was yeah. not in the game. Andrew Van Geekle turned into Micah Parsons. It don't make sense. Um, <laughs> Dude, you know, Micah, it was just a Van really, really
0: <laughs> you the best week I've seen in a long ever, time. Man, you gotta take cool. some Hill-esque week. Like. <laughs> yeah, seriously.
1: So, it, it was really cool. I hope we could do that. We got the Broncos this week, and I think we could go ahead and... I'm not saying it's an easy game. I think we could beat the Broncos, though.
0: Yeah, I think you guys beat them pretty convincingly. I mean, as much as it seemed like their game was close against Washington, they they had a lead. They really honestly should have lost that game by eight. I mean, the Hail Mary was tipped, what, three times? Yeah. You're not getting that against the Dolphins. You're probably not even going to get to score 33 points. Uh, the fact that they blew that lead is a testament not only to Sean Payton as a coach who consistently has big leads or, like, big you advantages and he just cannot hold them and keeps teams in the game because – he is suddenly now this huge discipline guy out of nowhere like he Mm -hmm. just oh no nonsense all of a sudden the team is (laughs) 0-2 so all this non no discipline going going into miami 0-2 and you know you're playing I guess I would say bad football for the most part. Jerry Judy's not was not involved as much as I expected. He has come off injury. Cortland Sutton kind of disappeared this week. Got Brandon Johnson catching what two touchdowns? I like, and Marvin Mims scoring two like, touchdowns? Come on, no, you're you're not gonna get that. You, you got to rely on your stars if they have any stars. Um, because the way it looks like, it seems like these guys we just overrated these guys aren't that good. Like Javante Williams not good. Jerry Judy not that good. Greg Dolce he's
1: hurt now. So I'm he, just really excited to see what this Dolphins defense looks like with Jalen Ramsey back.
0: Dude, it's gonna be a uh, Howard. All right, All right. And Howard played really.
1: Right. Howard played really well,
2: and you know, and you know, he oh had a pick. Oh my goodness! That throw that Mac. Oh my! Yo, I look. I'm like, I on. knew as soon as he threw that look ball, at it was the, a pick, look, look at his jersey. Because Devontae like, Parker was not
1: in bounds like the entire play.
2: I'm like, <laughs> man, he, he got, got, pre- he got pressed so bad, oh <laughs> bro. I thought we changed jerseys. I'm like, yo, why he caught that perfectly? <laughs> yeah, like he was on offense. If we
1: get Jalen Ramsey back, like mid October, like early November, man, it might get crazy. Because this might. Yeah. <laughs> it's good, it's good. Yeah.
0: Um, But to backpack off of that, NFL start a week. We started that last week. So we just pick a star for the week. So Damian, we can start off with you. All yeah. right. So
1: mine is gonna be, and I feel bad saying it, uh, Shaq Barrett. Um, he went crazy against the Bears. I know that's not saying much. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But he had a sack, a pass deflection, a pick, and that was a pick six. Yeah. That's uh, as much of you. You fill the stat line as much as you can as a defender doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, the Buccaneers have probably shocked everybody so far. I don't think anybody expected them to be two and zero early mm-hmm. on. Baker Mayfield has played all right, and you know Vita Vey, I think had two sacks. <laughs> you know they, they just, destroyed, they destroyed them, like, the Bears. The like, way
0: I looked at it was that the Bears are not just a not a quarterback away. Their whole like dump the team. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you were gonna go get DJ Moore, the thing with that is that you got to be ready to compete because of, like the the theme was the, these. Quarterbacks in their third year get their guy. Stefan Diggs going to Buffalo. We had um, AJ Brown going to Philly. Like, those were huge moves. Now you got DJ Moore, third year for Justin Fields. What is he going to do? He looks horrible. Can't read a, pre- can't read a defense. Mm-hmm. Can't find open man. I think DJ Moore is like, what, seven catches so far?
1: Yeah, he had hit he had six catches. In, well, I mean, he just had a big game. Did he have a big game? Six catches, 104 yards. I
0: think in week one he only had. But like, you know what? He had hit two catches in a week oh, okay. So, he had so I mean, eight, eight, eight total he had, catches in yeah. a year. I mean That's like not good. <laughs> he's not playing he's not playing like any anyone expected him to like when you bring him in you would thought you they'd be a better passing offense they're not yet yeah. they run their run game horrible Justin Fields can't even run so Justin Fields and can't they, run who is Khalil Herbert And they're not defense? even
1: running it enough either Roshon Johnson's average like 8 yards a carry he's ran the ball 8 times mm-hmm. like if you got a guy that could get they could break free on runs mm-hmm. Use him more. You have to use him more. I said, Justin Fields has ran the ball, I think they said, 12 times only so far. Or yeah, it might be less than that. He has a so. rush
0: touchdown, but I think he only has like 40 yards. I would have expect Justin Fields to just, have
1: 40 yeah. yards. But, you know, I watched a lot of breakdowns about that because everybody was talking about Justin Fields' uh, performance. And mm-hmm. it just does, he doesn't even look like the same player from last year. I don't know mm-hmm. what Luke Getze is building over there. He building it's something. It's just like there's no culture there. Just, <laughs> yeah. Just, gotta, they just gotta, playing football somebody. Somebody. But I wouldn't yeah. be surprised <laughs> if, if the Bears find a way to just ruin another quarterback. This, this seems to happen every single time they get somebody. Mm-hmm. And it's just I don't
2: think they're going to get out of that slump anytime soon.
0: Oh, So for you, DeMond, uh, who you got for your start? Of week?
2: I mean, we, he lost, right? I would say Christian Gonzalez. He was a high-rated cornerback this, this week, but he lost. So I can't, I can't do him. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go DeAndre Swift. Um, oh, he played great. Definitely, cool. you know the Vikings was was itching back, and he came. He kept coming forward, and um, that last out. play. Nah, nah. I <laughs> saw right. I ain't say all right, I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't saw right, right. <laughs> Especially that last play, hit on uh that Juki on Harrison Smith for the game. Oh my God. Yeah, he he went crazy. Harris especially like forty three years old. But you got to think, bro. The culture. You know what I mean. He in a Vikings uniform. You know he's automatically. You know one of the greatest safeties. You know mm-hmm. for franchise. But you know considering week one was what. Four days ago, at the time of that game, he no, sure. didn't really do anything, I'm and come sure he out, had like three carries. He had like three carries, and he <laughs> come out there and nothing. get one fifty. Had like hundred yards in the second half, so that'll probably be my my player of the week. You know, for sure, since you know Gonzalez lost.
0: <clears throat> uh for me, uh, Moranto. Moranto, I need I, I need the camera on me right now. Oh
1: no! <laughs> I need the camera oh, my on me goodness.
0: for five minutes.
1: Well, boy, here we go.
0: I witnessed one of the worst games in my life on Monday. Like twenty six to twenty two sounds like a good game. Um, <laughs> unless you watch that, and unless you watch the game, that was the longest first quarter I have ever seen in my life. Not only did it take forever to get to the second quarter, but we get to the second quarter and we finally score or whatever. But the path there, the tip pick, and literally one play
1: it was the first play of the game.
0: First play of the game, Harrison Bryant drops the ball into a pick. That's when I knew this game was going to be awful. This game was going to be cursed. It's going to be horrible. I
1: don't even know if I blame Harrison Bryant for that pick, man.
0: <laughs> the, person, the person that is at fault for this game it's only one person. Oh. Number four, Uh-oh. he does not get a name. He does, not, he, he, he does not get anything. If I'm the Browns, I am calling every woman that's part of his lawsuit, <laughs> and I'm getting him off my team. He is the worst quarterback in the AFC right now. CJ Stroud, 30
3: for
0: 47. He had two touchdowns. With Nico Collins, Tank Dell, we got Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore. We got, unfortunately, Nick Chubb tore his knee up, prayers to Nick Chubb, but we're done. If number four got to lead this offense, we're done. We're cooked. We're awful. We're finished. We are the worst team in the NFL now if number four is leading this team. He is off target every single play. This dude cannot complete back-to-back pass. I don't think he has and since he's been in the Browns uniform.
1: And it's, it's funny because they say that you can't forget how to play football, but.
2: He forgot I how to be, play football. I, I would be
1: shocked if he didn't forget how to play this People sport
2: He game. forgot People, how to gosh. play football. People bro. say he's rusty, but like, yo, he had a whole offseason. That's what he I'm saying. Stop giving this man excuses. This man is
0: awful. He had a full training camp, he got a whole new target. He had one of the best running backs in the league to end the season. He was so bad that Nick Chubb couldn't even score a touchdown because they did not respect the pass game anymore. Jacoby Brissett had this offense ranked ninth when he took over. We finished 20th. How do you finish 20th with a $230 million quarterback? I of not read-off some numbers. Four and four through eight games. Dude can't win back-to-back games. Nine passing touchdowns. Nine passing touchdowns in eight games for $230 million. Two rushing touchdowns, seven picks. 24 lawsuits. We need to find the 25th lawsuit. That's, we need to find the 25th lawsuit. That, this Cam man Newin, is awful.
2: That's Cam Newton Patriots' numbers. Right that's there. what I'm i I'm like, yo. Oh, I, we, could,
0: we could find Cam a quarterback Newin, for 1 million dollars. For a, 1 million dollars, we can find a quarterback. I could literally find a person off the street to throw the passes that Deshaun Watson was throwing. Everything is behind the receiver, off target. There is a plague. Elijah Moore's running a curl and and Joku's running this um this post or I mean am sorry, corner. The the I cannot believe how open this curl was. This dude threw it out of bounds. <laughs> and, and and Elijah Moore fell trying to get to it, but it's literally short and out of bounds. So he can't get to it. That was one of the defining plays that ended up being a field goal and that's the difference between winning and losing a game. You got a first down to the fifteen and then we end up kicking a forty something yard mm-hmm. field goal now. That That is the worst performance I've seen. I mean, he cannot hit a wide receiver in the hand. And it's so he just weird, can't do because, it. Because
1: it's either an airmail out of bounds or it's a spike into the dirt. Bro, the, the, the short arm passes make me more mad than anything. Oh, because my God. Because so as a Dolphins fan, Tua didn't start playing good till last year. His first two years in the league, he used to spike balls in the dirt <laughs> all the time. No arm power in you there. Throwing it though, that ever. hard to the Yo. ground, I know you can throw it that hard to a wide receiver. Dude, I was like, there's no way these balls are so short. Every time I watch Watson, bro, it's like it's always a short pass where he's air mailing it out of bounds. Like it looks like he's throwing it away. bro. that's at, dude, the, end the, of the one game, oh at the end of the game, God. the one that Donovan Peoples Jones oh literally looked like he threw it to the stands. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, is that supposed to be a
0: back shoulder? Or is that like what am I watching? And then the one he had. It was, it was Elijah Moore. First of all, we can't even say Elijah Moore had eight targets in the game. The man literally had two catchable balls, and he caught both of them. The man threw it so bad. It was literally out route. He threw that shit behind the bench. It went behind <laughs> the bench. It hit the Gatorade <laughs> thing. I'm like, this man is so bad. He cannot keep the ball in bounds, on the outside of numbers. So, like, now I have to look at number four, play football for 50. Like, yo, I'm so glad I were Sunday's. <laughs> because I'm going to be honest. I'm going to that 49ers game, and I'm, I might be sick. I might be sick. Yeah, I might have lie, something man. coming up. I might have I might have, have to fake something. I cannot go watch the 49ers destroy our team. We're going to be 1-4 by the time that game, game comes. We're going to lose to the Titans 100% sure. I am 100% sure we lost all control of this division. We are supposed to win this game. There's no way that our defense only allows, I think, 12 points. The the Steelers defense got the easiest defensive touchdowns I've ever seen in my life. That drop pick and then that fumble six. Nobody could possibly get close to DJ Watt in that.
1: Did anybody have Pittsburgh Steelers plus two touchdowns? <laughs> dude, I actually— Because you, you made
0: bank. <laughs> dude, it was—my dad texted me. He was like, y'all like these Browns uniforms. I'm like, you gonna say that after the pick six? No, nah, word, the- I don't care about it. you. Don't, you can be <laughs> weird, all pitch black, no numbers on it. Go out there and play football because there is no way that you throw a pick six on a first play because Harrison Bryant, I mean, that's on him.
1: They said it was like a, mix, a miscommunication, then Harrison Bryant just dropped the ball. And, was, and
0: right, not only but... did you drop the ball to Minka Fitzpatrick, Minka Fitzpatrick drops the ball into his player. So not only do you have a chance to tackle the Minka Fitzpatrick from even getting the ball, you had a chance to tackle the other guy. He still finds you to, to the, literally out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Get off the field. Not, <laughs> no. Number four got to go. Number 88 got to go. Man, I mean. Stefanski's got to like, go. Stefanski. No, Stefanski's done. I'm, I'm just done with this team. I'm done being hype about um, Deshaun Watson when he's going to come back. He's done. He's cooked. He's finished. If he's on the team next year, he's we're not doing anything, to be honest. It's honestly it
1: like so it. crazy because the, the whole thing as a Dolphins fan was that Brian Flores wanted Deshaun Watson. And I'm almost kind of wondering if we just dodged the bullet
0: beyond Dawson, because
1: because you yeah. got i mean that was like a big thing was that watson did not want to to or not watson flores did not want to he wasn't happy with Tua to begin with watson was the guy watson wanted to come to miami because he wants to play for brian flores we go out there and we fire brian flores after two winning seasons
0: mm-hmm. and people just and people slandered up. the
1: dolphins they're like yeah how do you fire this guy he just led you out of two winning seasons like it's your quarterback you got to get him a better quarterback Mike no playoff games, a, by the
0: way. the season with no playoff yeah, games. Yeah, so, so
1: it nothing. didn't even matter anyways. Cause, and then the one chance we had to make the playoffs, we got smoked by the Bills, like 56 to like 21. So <laughs>
0: That's how we got into the playoffs, actually. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, so it didn't even matter anyways. But the big thing was just like now it's, you know, you see what McDaniel did with Tua last year. He's off to a hot start now. Mm-hmm. It kind of just makes you think like, damn, maybe I am happy that it turned out the way it did because we could be dealing with Brian Flores and Deshaun Watson in Miami right now. Mm-hmm. And it... Probably be the last the worst team in the division. Because <laughs> we wouldn't have Tyreek Hill. Yeah. We wouldn't have Jalen Waddle. Yeah. I don't That's know who he would be throwing to. Yeah. We wouldn't have Tron Armstead. <laughs> be <beautiful>. Albert Wilson. <laughs> Albert <laughs> Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Albert Wilson and Jakeem Grant. Yeah, <laughs> me. <laughs> I might be out there with y'all. <laughs>
0: um, but to to wrap it all up, I mean, like it just it can't it can't get any worse than what it did for the Browns on Monday. Uh literally the game is right there. 22 to 19. I mean, one of his best roles was a check down to Njoku. Njoku runs and fumbles the ball. Cut eighty eighty five too. Cut all of these guys. Cut everybody besides Nick Chubb. I'd rather Nick Chubb run with one leg than watch anybody else play football on this nah, team. Drone, everybody Drone played, Ford built, everybody built. played horrible besides Joan Ford and Nick Chubb. They all they played they did their part. Everybody else, y'all done. Y'all cooked. Y'all something gotta give. Go get Jacoby back. Go get Baker Mayfield back. Do something. This nope. number four guy, whoever this is, whoever this clone <laughs> is, whatever y'all did to this man, I don't know what y'all did. I know the tra- traumatizing stuff about losing your career, losing your no. Play football. That's all you got to do is play football. This man can't even play football. He's horrible. He is horrible. I can't. I can't deal with him. No more. I just. I'm. I'm over it. I'm over it, man. I'm over it. Just, just, just thinking about the game, bro. He just, dude. Some of those throws, bro. I'm just kidding. I can't believe I'm the
1: happiest fan of the three of us right now through two weeks.
0: <laughs> I, I actually, I'm be honest. I expected that. I expected you, you to be happy because I mean, two are healthy. Uh, you got the fastest coach in the NFL, I guess, because apparently he liked to outrun Cameron. Every funniest <laughs> thing. Book it. So funniest I thought thing something ever. happened. I'm like, what's <laughs> going on? Like, like he's he was, it. Cameron was in his face. He was like, nah, you got to watch this. That break. was one of the funniest moments of the week. Something I could actually laugh at, at a night game because the other night games were awful. I mean, yeah. Um, to transition to another sports, um, we do. I'm gonna say we watch almost wait, every wait, sport. Wait. Are we doing Chris Evans first? No, HBO. Oh, my bad. But um, HBO, cancel Win- Winning Time. Um, this seems like a common theme for a lot of these streaming services. They put a lot of money, a lot of work into these uh, shows, and they cancel them. Now, you told me to watch Winning Time about a month and a half ago. I started. I watch it here and there whenever I got time. Um, the characters are compelling. Um, they're familiar with us. We know who Magic, Kareem, You know uh, Pat Riley, Jay West... Jerry Buss, uh Genie Bus, all of those, all these names, we know all of them. Um, and they just canceled after two seasons. Uh, I haven't got to the final um, episode of episode, uh, season two, but you told me that it ended on the Celtics, Celtics winning yeah. the championship in a Lakers mm-hmm. dynasty show. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about them canceling winning time?
1: Uh, this is probably the most disappointing thing that happened this year as far as movies and TV shows go. Um, This was a show that I really kind of caught on to late. I didn't get to watch the first season when it first dropped. I didn't even know about it. Um, I watched season one probably like a couple months before season two came out. And it became one of my favorite shows. Like I said, the characters are compelling. The actors play their characters very well. The guy that plays Magic carries that charisma just like Magic did. You know, if you see the clips from back in the day, I would have thought that was Magic Johnson. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, and the casting director did a really great job because all these people look exactly how the players looked back in the day. Mm -hmm. Pat Riley, I, I love uh, Pat Riley's like a creep. <laughs> no, <laughs> <the beginning>. seriously, <laughs> so I think weird. it's Adrian Brody that plays him, who's always really good. And um, it just sucks, man. Like I said, I know that this show was based on a, a book, and it's about like the rise of the Lakers dynasty. But how do you become a dynasty after two ri- two rings? Mm-hmm. You don't even let them get to the prime of their careers yet. You know, like mm-hmm. we don't see the three, we don't see the repeat in 87 and 88, we don't see them beat the Celtics because they end it on a Celtics win. Mm-hmm. At the very, you know, and it's just kind of annoying. I mean, even some of the other side stuff, you know, they start, the show starts off with Magic's AIDS diagnosis. Mm-hmm. It's the darkest thing ever to start with and they start off with it. He goes to the, to the car and the driver's crying like he just got diagnosed. Mm-hmm and you know and then it cuts to the beginning but we never get to go to see any of that you know and then the finale like name drops Billy and Beer so they're obviously bringing up like the bad boys coming up soon and you know you talk about all these other things and they the I, the show ends on a slideshow it's the worst possible ending ever <laughs> it literally ends on like it just tells you what happens the rest of to the Lakers for the rest of the thing it's like oh they they won in 85 they won in 87 88 Kareem retires in '89, after becoming like the highest scoring player ever, lasts for 20, you know, forty-three years until LeBron breaks it. Mm-hmm. Like it just, it's just all that's all it is. Like Aids, get, uh, Magic gets Aids in '91. His first phone call, like Larry Bird. Like it is all like little snippets, which is cool. I guess it's cool to hear about it. It was a movie. Yeah, that's what About I'm saying. The time
0: the Celtics beat them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's what I'm saying.
1: Like for it to end on, like I said, for it should. If it would have ended on like the '85 season, mm-hmm. watching the Lakers win one more time, that would have made sense. Mm-hmm. And you don't even get to get into some of the better like players. Like they introduced Byron Scott in season two. We get James Worthy in season two. Yeah, but you know Worthy now Pat good. Riley has like. Adrian Brody has, like, one of the best scenes in the entire show in, I think it's episode five or six, where he becomes, like, Pat Riley, the head coach. Mm-hmm. You know, he's tired of the Lakers, like, messing around and thinking they're the, all, they're the hot shit and all that. Mm-hmm. Punches the blackboard, like, breaks his hand. But, like, they respect him now. And we it just sucks to see it end like that. John C. Riley was probably the highlight. He plays Dr. Buss. And it just sucks seeing shows end so early. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Two seasons wasn't enough. This show could have went on for a long time. I mean, they could have went on until we got there.
0: They were were positioning it to be like a seven season show. Well that's what I'm saying.
1: And it skips it skips years. Like I said, it wasn't like year by year. Season one was seventy nine and eighty. Then by the time you get to end of season two it's eighty four. So it's skipping time. We could have at least got to like it would have been cool to see like them get to Kobe when they when Jerry West trades the center for Kobe.
0: Yeah that's what I I thought. That's what I thought was going
1: to you don't have to show Kobe Mm -hmm. but you know be like, oh you know there's this kid I want to trade for. And then it's like, okay, now that's the start of the second part of their dynasty. You know what I'm saying? We don't even get, um, what's his name from the Bulls, the, the coach, Phil Jackson. Oh, yeah. Like, we don't get any of that. You know what I'm saying? It just ends literally abruptly before the Lakers even become a dynasty. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is that the, the, the show literally ends with Boston saying, leave the dynasties to us. A red R box says that on TV. Leave the dynasties to us. You guys are a flash in the pan. You won two titles. We've won 15. Mm-hmm. It's just stupid. Um, it's a
0: common theme though Um, for like streaming services in general and when you get the news that they cancel one of your favorite shows one of the shows that you love like that's pain like it's not nothing worse than that like- I literally got the
1: notification I got all the Twitter notifications turned on for all that stuff so I keep up to date with TV shows and movies as soon as I saw that man it just like just killed me mm-hmm. like, it really ruined my night and I'm like you when you watch a show and it ends on like a cliffhanger like that and then you're like oh it also got cancelled yeah. Well, now what? <laughs> see, like, I'm never gonna see another thing of the show again, you know. And yeah. it's they said when it was a show that I was willing to tune into every Sunday. It wasn't like it got released all at once. Yeah, the mm-hmm. weekly mm-hmm. thing. So I'm taking time yeah. out of my week to be like, you know what? I want to really watch this when it comes out, mm-hmm. and then to have it end on you. And plus, season two is only like seven episodes. I mean, get like yeah, we didn't yeah, even yeah. get a whole ten episodes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Seven episodes.
2: couldn't even Imagine being a Lakers fan, and it can't like. End of, like it the on the, I say like okay, I'm even, I
1: say, I'm just a basketball fan. Mm-hmm. Like, so I like the Thunder has yep. nothing to do with the, with the damn Lakers. Yep. And like I said, so imagine if you're a diehard Lakers fan and you're like, oh, damn, I, I love the Lakers and they're going to show us our history and it ends on you losing to your biggest rival. Mm-hmm.
2: Crazy. <laughs>
0: that's awful.
1: You got Larry Bird looking like the greatest player to ever exist.
0: And that's crazy because, like I said, like it's a common theme for streaming service in general because you get these shows that come out with these great first seasons. Like, the season one's great or whatever And they peak in season one. Season two is usually a letdown. That's almost across the board for every single show ever. Then you get to season three, and it's like, all right, that's about when we about to cancel something. This actually picked up steam. There's other shows that don't like. um, for example, uh, I want to say, Bro, I got a really good There was a show. few on Netflix that people were complaining about, like second, third seasons that were awful. So like. there
1: was two on Netflix that I know, Santa Clarita Diet, which was funny as hell, because it was like Drew Barrymore and Timothy Olyphant. She basically becomes a zombie. Mm-hmm. She's like infected with a zombie virus and like the whole thing. The other one was the society. And this that. was one of these, it's like these high school kids, they go on a trip, and their trip gets cut short because of the weather, they come back, all the, all the adults are gone. Mm-hmm. So they're stuck in a town with just teens to run the town. And it ends on a cliffhanger where, like, the parents are in the town, too, but I don't know if it's, like, an alternate reality Mm -hmm. or something like that. And it just ends. You get no answers whatsoever. And it's such a compelling show. You're like, damn, like, they could really go somewhere with this, and you never see anything about it ever again. Got canceled after one season.
0: Yeah. That's annoying, but I mean, like, it's, you got to put the money in where the shows that are getting the most hype,
1: and then they put the money in those shows, and it's still bad product. That's what I'm saying. They, get, well, they say the quality isn't even there, though. Like, you know, when you, when you keep bringing, like, The Witcher probably should end after Henry Cavill leaves. Yeah. Should not go to Liam Hemsworth. Like, I'm not saying Liam Hemsworth is bad or anything, but Henry Cavill was such a big fan of The uh, of The Witcher, and he wanted to play the character, but they basically said, no, well, we don't like your ideas. We want to do what we want to do. And he was like, well, if you're not following the source material, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it then. And so they went and replaced him. But, like, how do you recast a guy going into four seasons? Like, it just the doesn't make no character. damn sense. <laughs> like, you know, like, especially when the quality fell off as hard as it did anyways. Like, Henry Cavill was, like, carrying that show by the time season three came out because season one was the best one, and then after that they just could not find their rhythm. With the, with the Witcher, yeah that, killed me. That's
4: annoying. I couldn't even finish that current season. No, yeah, I couldn't like, finish I, season three. I just, like, lost interest in No, New Cavill's leaving, so it's like, well, I'm leaving too. Yeah, that's all, <laughs> literally, that's exactly
1: all it was for me. Back like, to these
4: shows, you know, it's funny because I'm sitting over here and thinking, like, I'm still mad back from when you guys were, were probably weren't even born when Lost. I still have, like, 20 yeah. questions about Lost. Yeah, Lost. <laughs> and saying... They never answered. And that, I mean, it was a good ending. I liked where the end of that show, but there's, like, 20 questions they never answered. That, and that's I'm honestly like,
1: just as bad what sometimes. What happened? I want to know. When shows get to their finales, they're like, series finales, and they, they, there's big plot holes and questions that they just leave unanswered, sometimes that's just as worse as a show getting canceled early on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that means it's... I spent six, seven, eight seasons with you, and I don't know what half these things meant. Yeah, you know, so you don't even explain them because you're just jumping from story to story. Like Supernatural was kind of one of those shows. Supernatural went on for 15 seasons. Yeah, watched every single one. <laughs> so much stuff missing. Yeah. So it's just it sucks, man.
0: They don't know what to cancel these days. I feel like they cancel all the wrong stuff, the interesting, compelling stuff that's new, unique. They cancel,
1: it, and it, it, it's just about popularity now. Mm-hmm. You can't even have an original idea. And hope that it takes off because if if you don't bring in millions of dollars with your first idea, mm-hmm. it's cut. Yeah,
0: you uh, better bring in twenty million. Yeah, literally, you better
1: bring in like the most money we've ever oh. seen, or it's over with. Mm-hmm. Like Netflix has been making, and I love Stranger Things, and Netflix is about to be on season five of Stranger Things. That Actually, came out in, like twenty fifteen.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It took you ten years to make five seasons. These actors, these actors that were. 13, 14, when the show came out, about to be 25.
2: Pushing 30. That's what I'm An saying. They're still playing high schoolers. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like,
1: come on, man. Like I said, like, you're, you're canceling these other shows and you, you're not even speeding up the good shows to get them out quick enough. Like, why am I waiting three three years mm-hmm. between one season? Yeah. Just uh, You know, even with COVID, that makes no sense.
0: They pushing out you like it's nothing, though. No, yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I'm sick of you. Why? Cancel you now. I want to see what happens. Season done. three should have
1: ended it. <laughs> you feel me? I'm uh,
0: sick of that. I'm, but that's... that's their, their thing now and it's like you know they got a new and unique idea with stuff like the quarterback that's something they can't control if they can't get the the right compelling guys there's only 32 starting quarterbacks in the league you did three already the odds you get another three compelling quarterbacks I know Stafford after, is like
1: the only one that said yes so like, far like you, from what I've saw you're
0: good luck like realistically good luck because you look at it this way and I love Stafford as a choice don't get me wrong but the guys that are declining guys like oh Justin Herbert he's not the interest he already said he's not mm-hmm. Joe Burrow the the world loved Joe Burrow. This is the perfect time to capitalize on that and they Aren't now because he doesn't want to yeah, be a part of it. They can't and, control that though. But and nah, Tua, Tua said no that. too. Yeah, exactly. They got no choice. I mean, he's he's, he's I, born
1: though. I, I I would have been. Imagine if they would have got Tua Herbert and Burrow on there at the same That's time. That's what or, I wanted
0: them to do. I swore they were going to do like, that. But that would have been I like the perfect season
1: too. You get three guys taken in the top six of the draft, all with different trajectories. It's
2: like, like come on, that'd have been crazy. You, you, you can't do the 2021 class because they they all might not be. you got to backups. You got to do the future backups. I need Zach Wilson. I
1: need Zach Wilson. Trey Lance. Justin Fields.
2: Oh, my.
0: <laughs> you going to see four Yo. passes thrown, and it's going to be Trey Lance warming up with Yo, Dak Prescott in the hoodie. I'm telling we you. We
2: talk about song. their college moments all season.
0: <laughs> like, like COVID. Well, what, what did that mean to you, Trey Lance? like, I mean, everything to me. <laughs> it's the reason I went number three. If so they would have seen me play. Oh my if they would have seen me play, I'd still be here. I'd still be in North Dakota State right now.
1: Speaking of being at college, did you see that kid from Miami? He's got He's petitioning for his eighth collegiate season. 25 years old. He him out. I don't know. I think his name is like Chris McCormick. He's petitioning mm, right I now f- to the NCAA to be like, hey, listen, I want one more year eligibility. He's already played eight years. So he's tied right now for longest college career. So he plays one more year. He's the longest tendered college player ever. That's actually ridiculous. They're like, well, you don't love college that much. Like, you better be getting an education. Because you ain't going, <laughs> Yo, bro. You better have your doctor's degree. You better have a million-dollar company set up oh. on the side, bro. Yes, that is insane, bro. Eight years in college. <laughs> playing NCAA football well, I, couldn't two, so. <laughs> I couldn't do two,
0: so eight. I couldn't do two back to back semesters. <laughs> they, hey, y'all ready to walk me out, kick me out? I'm not paying for that shit no more. I can't do it no more. It's not like he's going pro to pay for
1: that shit either. <laughs> he can't. <laughs> he, gotta, he better.
0: I'll take you better if his doctor's degree lined up and a company ready to offer him a six figure contract to come there, be there. Oh my goodness, um,
1: man.
0: But with that being said, uh, we got to go into one of the most popular characters for our generation um one of the most inspiring actors i mean love love to see uh interviews with him and whatnot but this recent one was really good Um uh, damon we talked about it uh chris evans just had an interview um for the highlight interview what was it for you
2: so it was two parts one obviously you know <clears throat> captain america marvel and a big thing that he said was you know that he didn't really appreciate it until it was over and you know you look at marvel products especially from 2013 to 2019 he said that it's a youtube video you can look up and he was talking about all his different roles mm-hmm. you know he was like okay it's going to be another marvel movie next year you know he didn't really appreciate the time he had you know on set and stuff like that and you compare it to the movie he was in i think it was Scott Pilgrim versus the World yeah, he said yeah, he loved it like he went he he stayed on set he was like oh you guys need me for any other scenes you know he stayed on set compared to the avengers you know, he's on there, oh, okay, we'll, we'll be here in another year or two. You know, it is what it is. So, you know, like being a Marvel actor like is a gift and, and a curse. Mm-hmm. You know, Dave, Dave Batista talked about it, how he said, um, you know, Drax Drax is one of the funniest characters in the MCU, but that's not the role he wants to portray. Like he mm-hmm. wants to be more of a serious actor. So, you know, being a Marvel actor, you know, has his, has his benefits and, you know, barely any negatives, but I could see, you know, coming from acting, you know, the negatives. I can uh, see the
1: negatives for sure.
2: Mm-hmm. And another thing I want to talk about, he was talking about his mental health a lot in the uh, the thing. And it's like me being a content creator, I, I like agree sometimes. Like sometimes you just want to live your normal life. Like yeah. you just want to be <laughs> a normal human being. You just want to live your normal life. You just want to chill sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I don't want to stream or make content. I just want to chill. Like I want <clears throat> my innocence back, my normal life. But, you know, you don't have that choice. Like Chris Evans don't have that choice. And he said, you know, growing up, he was like, you know, introverted he only had a few friends you know and his mom said you know he's asking him like asking her deep questions so basically he's like yo like some days i was gonna go back to you know having my few friends Mm -hmm. chilling and 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 living my normal life he can't do that no more you Mm -hmm. know because all the lights is on him he played in so many different roles so you know I, i compare that to me like you know i'm not as big as chris evans but, you're right you there know, though. You know what I mean. I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm getting there. You know what I
1: mean. You know. I, I think you like a year off. Yeah, they, they, you, you,
0: you're, you're away from being a year away. Huh?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but you know, I seen how Falcon. You know how they did the Black Captain America. So I was like, I, I don't want to do that no more. He' losing and stuff like that. But you don't got the, you, know. swim, <laughs> you don't got the, you don't got the serum. beat up, beat I, I, I don't think he got a win yet. But it's cool. But you know, some some days you want to live your normal life. You mm-hmm. know, you want to go out there and just, you know. Sometimes you feel like your innocence is, is taken away from you. Like you gotta be this superstar, you know, Hollywood, stuff like that. And you know <coughs> I, I couldn't imagine that. Like that's 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 tough to live with, you know, yeah. not being able to do the things you want to do because, you know, paparazzi coming in, you getting attention and stuff like yeah. that. So
1: it's just I don't know, I feel like it's a double edged sword though, and I'm not blaming the actors, but don't you kind of expect that though?
2: Especially if you go Captain into being America.
1: an actor, you know, and then you take, i say you take a role where, like said, you know, his roles early on in his career were, like, uh, it was a lot of, like, comedy stuff. I know he did, like, a couple parody movies. He did that, uh, like, 18 did, parody movie. Yeah, he was, like, I a high school, school one it. where he was, like, a jock, and then mm-hmm. he was Fantastic Four. He was, you know, Human mm-hmm. Torch, and then he did um, uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. He was mm-hmm. one of the boyfriends, and, you know, so it's, he was a good actor at that point, when you take something like this, like... So, for him, that blew his career up. He was already a, an established actor, but now this made him one of the actors of Hollywood. You know, mm-hmm. he's playing Captain America, who was already a big comic book character. But that's kind of like, when compared to Robert Downey Jr., Robert Downey Jr. had already had his career in Hollywood, yep. and he was on his downward spiral at that point, we mm-hmm. you know, with the alcohol and the drugs and all that. Mm-hmm. And Iron Man saved his career and made him into another star into a star again. So mm-hmm. you know I feel like you know if for as much as you like you want a normal life back if you're if you want to be successful in Hollywood, you have yeah, to know yeah. that that comes with it. Yeah. And I'm not saying like I said that he shouldn't feel the way he does because mm-hmm. It does suck. I'm sure it does suck. Like I said, being out all day and everybody's focused on you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can't go anywhere. You can't go out to dinner. You can't leave your house. Somebody's taking pictures. Somebody wants to know what you're doing with your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that takes a, a big toll on you. But at the same time, it's like, you know, it's like a trade-off.
2: And, and even with the, uh, being like a Marvel actor, you know, some, some kids, you know, even some teenagers grow up. And Chris Evans is their Captain America. Mm-hmm. Like they don't know the comics, they don't know really the history behind no, that's it. That's all they know. Like is Captain, is, is they know Chris Evans. Chris Evans is Captain America. Like they see Chris Evans, they probably don't even know his name. They're gonna call him Captain America. America. Yeah. So, you know, having that much, like, being that much of a social figure, cause I I, 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 know it brings challenges. So
0: yeah, like you can't shut off the world. That's really what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Like you can't shut off the world. The, the world's always gonna have its eyes on you. But I like how you said it. Chris Evans is Captain America. Because that's that's how people are gonna view him. They don't wanna they don't wanna cast Chris Evans. They wanna cast the man that played Captain America. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because it's it's two different people. Chris Evans is this guy who he, he already said he wanted to act act less. He doesn't want to act more. He doesn't want to get more roles. Right. He already said he will but but it's like he says it's a double edged sword because in this same exact interview he did say that he would go back to Marvel if it wasn't a cash grab, if it made sense. So that's the case. That's more that's gonna be more eyes on you that return film, if you're announced, if you're in a trailer, how many eyes are going to be on you? How many interviews are you going to get? How much yep. like in general? I mean like if you're if you're going to shut out Marvel, shut it out completely, shut it down completely, you can't be 80/20, you can't be 90/10. 100% shut it down or 100% be all in because there's going to be coming there's going to come a time because they have yet to say that you you die, went away, whatever. They have yet to say what happened to Captain America
1: outside of getting old besides yeah. getting
0: old that's the only way
1: and especially now with the multiverse stuff yeah. and all that they're going really to bring, bring you bring back if yeah.
0: you keep that door open they are going and to bring, bring you, you back. back there's always a number on that check that's going to that's going to mute all that noise mm-hmm. I guarantee mm-hmm. it and that's just us as human beings It's nothing against him uh, that goes for all of them and, and that's why I like what Robert Downey Jr. says like basically I'm just too old I'm too old to play that I want to have different roles I'm ready to do different challenges and he killed an Oppenheimer I mean, literally. What are the highlights? He he sure. he was the best actor in Oppenheimer by far, and that's how I look at um, <laughs> a lot of roles. That like, all right, let's say that we have a situation where Chris Evans is offered a role like that in a serious movie in a serious tone, like 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 um, Robert Downey Jr. said, like Marvel changed the way I acted. You know what I'm saying? It was like like he was saying like sorry he would say sarcastic shit as uh, as, as his character. I'm like he might. Because you don't know, like he had, might have to take more, more than ten takes, more than twenty takes, because he's not used to acting that style. It's like his first big hey, movie. Did you see
4: the, what what uh, Nolan was talking about with uh, Robert Downey about when he was acting? He's like, you really have to unlearn acting. Yeah, you have to learn. literally start and from square. It was really interesting, and, and, um, it, it's interesting because like, like Chris Evans has been able to do other things, but mm-hmm. you think back like back in the day, like Christopher Reeve, like this first Superman it was so hard for him to do other things. Mm-hmm. Back old. in that, when I was a kid, like, you were only Superman. You couldn't do anything else. And Hollywood wouldn't even capture other things. So he had to go, like, really far out of his comfort zone and do projects that were pretty good, mm-hmm. but no one would take him seriously. He was just Superman. Mm-hmm. The actors nowadays, and actors and actresses, can break out of that. But it, the funny thing about it is, based on where some of the challenges Marvel has, do you guys think, like, bringing Captain America back would... Save
1: it. I don't think they will. I don't think no, they'll even bring does. him back during this tournament thing. I I think they won't probably bring him back until they do the whole big event that's probably gonna end the MCU as we know it right now. Mm. With uh, Secret Wars, I think that's the last one. I can't see them bringing him back before that.
2: Yeah, I, Because I, that's I, gonna
1: be their big cameo thing where they could bring in all these Fox actors and all the actors from mm-hmm. you know, they could bring back Tobey Maguire and they could bring back Nicolas Cage as dare as uh as Ghost Rider and mm-hmm. Ben Affleck's Daredevil, they could do all that in that movie. Mm-hmm. I don't see them doing it before that. I don't think they're that desperate yet. They're still mm-hmm. making money, even with the lack of quality.
2: Yeah, and I was going to say that quality, they got to build something that they can sustain. They can't mm-hmm. just keep bringing nostalgia back. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's only so many times it's going to hit. Yeah. Like, it's only yeah. so many times it's
0: going to hit. Um, the way I look at it is, uh, just to add to what I was saying, like, it's it's a time to bring him back if they were. Like, he left the door open clearly. Like, that's literally what, what he did. But the way I'm looking at it is that. They did the character of Captain America a dis- uh, disservice by not a, like he picked Falcon to be the next Captain America. He did not pick the next leader of the Avengers, yeah. and we're that's what we're really lacking. There is no Avengers anymore. Right. So if we're gonna have a, the next Avengers,
1: well, I mean, they basically he need. Doctors. I feel
0: like he needs to be the one that picks the right guy because, like you said, like it's gonna be Do- it was gonna be Doctor Strange. It doesn't make sense for Doctor Strange's character from what we've seen for him to be no, a leader sure. no, of I the entire it. Avengers. Oh, these, he could be kids. the most powerful, just like. Cat America wasn't the most powerful, but he was the leader. He knew what to say. He knew what can to he do. He knew how to inspire. Him? Mm-hmm. And they
2: all are younger. All mm-hmm. these new up and coming superheroes are younger. So like mm-hmm. he's like forty year old man. Mm-hmm. Kate Bishop is in college. Like it, it's just like you know the maturity levels is different. All mm-hmm. that stuff. So you know like if, if us three really wanted to, we can go to the MCU right now. We could we could do whatever we want. Like mm-hmm. nobody's gonna stop us. <laughs> nobody's gonna stop us. They need to
4: hurry up and get all these characters that they brought into TV shows and movies and stuff and get them on screen again. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're killing them. Shang-Chi not seen him, like, forever. I mean, I, I've seen him... Yeah, you ain't gonna see Shang-Chi like, again until... Get him not screen.
0: I, be, I don't know if we're gonna see Shang-Chi again. Like, get, get somebody can tell me. these
4: guys on screen, though. Like, mm-hmm. like it, it, before you'd see him, and then there'd be a cameo, or there'd be a thing. Now it's like, you know, like, Moon Knight. We see him, which I loved. We're not seeing him, him until like, well, 2030, man. I didn't even yeah. know when that was. <laughs> I, I, I forgot when that was. It's like... I, I forgot more movies it, it's just to gonna extend. suck
1: because they're really like I said they're gonna force all these characters into that that big Avengers movie those mm-hmm. those two avengers movies are gonna sh- they're gonna bring all these characters back yes. you're gonna be expected to remember them all what they did where mm-hmm. they're from mm-hmm. who they are their motives everything and, yeah
0: you're and and be,
2: chemistry got to be good too yeah, like you're, that, you're,
1: that's just what it is Man, they're gonna do they're, they're gonna make it another infinity war Endgame style event Make it super big, and then just hope that the ensemble makes you happy.
2: Mm-hmm. But the thing is, they can't even do that because you know Infinity War. It was a shocker. Like is one of the first movies where superheroes no, lose. Well, no, for I sure. expect them to lose No, nah, yeah. Like they're trash. <laughs> like they're really trash. Like we have nobody. There's nobody on our side that I think have have like, to That looks like that was like, like number hurt. four team. Like, that look like a number four team. That's what it looked like. Hey, <laughs> like, We're trash. You can't Infinity War game this. Like we're trash. We're gonna lose the first time. <laughs> we're gonna lose the second time. We're not gonna win. the <laughs> Third like, time, not the charm. We lose again. You know, <laughs> have to bring back. All the old Avengers. That's, you you're to not
4: a, you're not excited for a Hulk's kid. No, I'm not. No, his That's dad like,
2: suck. His sister suck. <laughs> they all suck. His cousin suck. The whole Hulk answers is trash. All the Hulk suck. Like I'm not excited for his son.
0: His dad suck.
2: Like what do You got what his
0: saying? DNA thing. He, Yo, he all hasn't, bad. his dad hasn't been
2: angry since the first movie. Bro <laughs> Like your know, whole power is being angry. You haven't been angry since the first movie. Like,
1: yeah, they kind of they kind of killed Mark Ruffalo with that, but you know. And, and to, to even, like, kind of branch off that, you know, it, a big thing, too, with, like, this Chris Evans interview is it's about your picking your roles, too, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Evans has not picked a good role since he left Marvel. And, and I'm that's totally the thing honest. I was
0: about to say. I'm like, like, you see, like, Valentina, I forgot her name, uh, Um Florence Pugh. Yeah. She was in Oppenheimer and she's clearly going to be a star in Hollywood now. Not because of Black Widow, because she's trying to get other roles while she's in it. He d- dedicated six straight years to Captain America mm-hmm. on his own will. Really, that
1: was 2011. That's, Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah eight, eight, than, eight straight that's years. your fault. Yeah. You got to take other roles. You well, gotta and Florence be able to... Pugh was already in Midsummer, which was a big 824 mm-hmm. film and all that. She had already had some acting credits she exactly. did a couple other smaller things. But like I said, it's just about brainstorming. Like I said, and having a good agent. Chris Evans. Tom Holland's the same way. I haven't seen a Tom Holland good. project that I like <laughs> outside of Spider-Man. To <laughs> like, be honest, I like there's only one shirt. and a half good ones. So. Yeah, I, I didn't like Uncharted. I don't like anything that he's done outside of Spider-Man whatsoever. It's about your agents too, man. Mm-hmm. Like, You just have to pick good projects. I think what like Chris Evans' biggest thing since then was like was the Gray Man or whatever. Yeah, the Gray Man with uh. it was horrible. uh, What's what's his
0: name? Uh, Uh, Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: and I didn't care for it, so it's like Mm -hmm. you know, it's just I know he's like he's like on a show on Apple TV with like Ana de Armas, but he just I don't know.
2: And Tom Holland said he don't want to be thirty years old playing Spider Man. You're not gonna have no choice. (laughs) You're gonna be Spider Man as long as (laughs) we
0: want
1: you to be Spider Man. Mm -hmm.
0: He's gonna Mm -hmm. accept that. You have to lock in.
1: And you know, so I think to branch off of that because we do have some superhero stuff coming up. Obviously, we're talking Marvel, so we're gonna go into a bit more of a darker territory with superheroes, and that's The Boys. Um, Gen V comes out next next Thursday, yep. the twenty eighth, and that's really exciting. I know Jules has watched some of it. I don't think he's fully caught up yet. Yeah, I don't like know if he's stuck watched in it. season two. No, uh, The Boys is probably behind Winning Time this year. It's probably or Gen V is probably my most anticipated show behind Winning Time was this part of the year. Because um I'm a big fan of the boys in the show itself. Uh, I love the universe. And this is all going to tie in. There I, I hate expanded universes and all that. Yeah. It probably doesn't need to be done. I don't know how much they're going to do with spinoffs in this universe, especially. But um, I'm really excited. It's basically just going to be like, you know, in this universe, it's owned by, it's run by Vol. It's basically what superheroes would be like, quote unquote, if they were real. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that's basically the whole gist of the boys. Mm. Um, not that they, uh, all of them would be this evil or as bad as some of them are. Not all of them are evil, but, mm-hmm. you know, the show literally starts off with a guy that's basically the Flash running through somebody, <laughs> running through somebody at, m- at mock speed, you know what I'm saying? The lady it turns her into mist. So, I mean, you kind of get what you're getting automatically as soon as you start the show. Mm-hmm. But Gen V is basically just about these kids in college. At this point, the Seven, which is like the Avengers of this universe, mm-hmm. they're missing like three members. I was like, they're down to four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure it's, it's The Deep. It is Homelander. It is... Queen May. Well, no, actually, I don't even know because a lot of those characters left at the end of last season, so I don't even know. Mm-hmm. But Is it not, um, it's the deep homeland. Star, Star. No, but she's not a part of them either. Not, well, no, she actually might have stayed with them to be like the inside man, I guess, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then there's somebody else because a couple characters left or died last season. And but it's just basically about, you know, these kids are going to college and they all have powers mm-hmm. because this company known as Vought basically was injecting kids with something called Compound V, which gave them powers. They aren't born with powers like in Marvel. How yeah, some they're of like are. fabricated. Yeah, they're so literally they're know. literally made up superheroes. They're, they're created in a lab. And um, it's just going to be about their com- it's basically a competition thing, but there's something much darker going on. And it's going to tie in really heavily to uh, the boys. So I'm really excited to see how they're going to do that. I know the deep is meant to come back. I'm um, Ashley, who's like the CEO of Vaught, is is made to come back. And we'll see what happens. Because I know they said they're really trying to make it. This is happening concurrently with the end of Season 3. Which the end of Season 3 shows you Homelander ends up with his son. He literally kills somebody in public and nobody gets mad about it. Kills a guy in broad daylight and people cheer him on. So, I don't know what's going to happen with that.
0: Uh, the darker tone with the boys and whatnot. It just, I feel like it opens up what superhero... Movie shows and content in general can be. I mean, there is a lot of gore and a lot of it can be gratuitous, it can be a little much, but the in terms of like the realistic side, like I like the fact that a superhero realistically, like, like I say, if I was a superhero, like, there's nobody that could stop me from doing what I'm doing, Mm -hmm. like realistically. And you're gonna need my help when things go left, so you're gonna, you're, you're gonna obviously side with me. Who are you to be like, oh, why'd you, why'd you do that? You can't stop him. And I remember the scene when he was on the plane and um, Queen Maeve. Maeve, she's saying like, are we going to save him? I'm gonna like, what do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean we're going to save him? We
1: can't. Realistically, we can't. And he knows that. He's not going to put himself at jeopardy for that. And, and it's funny because, you know, they, they kind of use, like, the, the whole Superman thing. I forget what Superman it is, but Superman flies outside of a plane to catch a plane in mm-hmm. and, and one of the movies. I forget it. I, I want to I say it's the Brandon Ross Superman. I don't even think it was the Christopher Reeves one. Mm-hmm. And um, he stops a plane from crashing, and they basically tell Homelander to do that same thing. Yeah, and he, then he like, like, flies into the plane. <laughs> he, 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 does, okay, he, he, like, he, does he, more damage. He, he can't, Well, no, he can't even do it because, like, they said, like, you know, he has no way to, to plant his strength. Oh, he, yeah, can't, he can't yeah. just lift the plane with yeah. his arms and be like, oh, here, I'm strong. Mm-hmm. He has nowhere to plant, so yeah. he can't just, like, fly out there and lift the plane up, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, that's a, that's a really dark scene. That's probably, like, the first scene that really lets you know what Homelander's like. There's a couple smaller ones early on. Um, like, one of my favorite scenes in the whole show is actually at the end of season, or at the end of episode one in the first season, there's a guy from Baltimore. It's the mayor of Baltimore, and he's there with Vaught because Vaught sells superheroes, too. So he wants to buy, basically, the boy's Black Panther to come defend Baltimore, and he wants to only pay $330 million. They want $400 million. And, you know, he's like, oh, we'll be in touch. He basically blackmails her and says, hey, I know about Compound V, which, like I said, is a thing that at this time nobody knows the superheroes are made in a lab. Mm-hmm. And so Homelander, because he's basically this ver- the Superman in this universe, su- superheroing, hears it. So hit the mayor and his son and his people are on their private jet flying back to Baltimore, and all you see is outside the window, Homelander's following them. And then he stops in the middle of the air and lasers their jet out the sky, yep. and kills them. You know, so he kills a kid, he kills the mayor, kills a bunch of people with no repercussions because he wants to protect Vaught and you know what they stand for, which really sets a tone and shows you that this is not your average superhero movie or TV show, because you don't expect this guy who you know in the media in the way that he's presented is like, oh, this guy's awesome, he's a great hero, mm-hmm. good person. He's not. He's a total psychopath. Yeah
0: and it's always good to get younger characters like I said Like it's, I guess it's like world building at the same time but it's like expanding like you said like it expands a little bit but I don't mind it if it's done right and yeah. from the looks of it it's like it's gonna be done right like the darker tone is carried over correctly then we're gonna have a storyline where you see people being people realistically yeah. people are, like, who, are they, who they are they're just they're, they do inhumane stuff where they probably should consider somebody else but they're not and it's a competition when People get like the, all that testosterone and all these hormones coming together head-on collision. Mm-hmm. Some somebody's gonna get hurt. Somebody's gonna die. Somebody's you know what I'm saying like morals are gonna be compromised. All this stuff and somebody that's probably like super good, super righteous is probably gonna turn to the dark side. And understand yeah. that this well, is what it's, I,
4: what's cool about it is if you think of like Watchmen and Invincible and then you yeah. think of the Boys. What mm-hmm. I like about the Boys more than some of the others is that. To me, it's the one that seems the most like plausible. Yeah, that's like the... Watchmen's a little far out there. Invincible's still anime in some ways. Mm-hmm. I like a- Invincible, but I love the, the politics and the- like, say that that's they got another agents thing and that they do the fake movies and they do fake like Yeah, ads. set up like fake situations for that. It feels real. Like I said, it yeah. feels
1: like I said, like they're they're not even like they're a product. You know what I'm saying? They're yeah. just a product of entertainment in that world. They're not mm-hmm. even heroes. Like you know the Avengers don't get m- commercials. Mm-hmm. The Avengers aren't, you know, shooting movies and making their own movies in their universes like they're just heroes and then well, this they, one likes like
4: what's the one movie was like, "Well, we don't get paid." What movies is One of the Marvel movies They say that like, We don't get paid Like I forget which Marvel Oh, movie. I, I feel like I I no think it was, was, was an there. Avengers There's a, there's yeah, a reference Avengers. In one of the Yeah movies. I think it was an Avengers It doesn't one. really <laughs> work that way right? No yeah like We're just superheroes like, And that's what I it. liked so much About like Falcon Winter Soldier Was that Like he couldn't get a loan He saved He saved the friggin world And then a bank Wouldn't give him a loan <laughs> Yeah Like I love that show a lot cause That I was one of my it, favorites yeah, That was one of my favorite ones. That, Yeah I liked that a lot Cause I felt like That seemed like real to me Like that would happen well, you, yeah, you know, you saved the world, I and mean, then I get your autograph, but, like, you don't have commodity. Right? Your yeah, credit so. score is a
0: two, like, right? Like, like you we say saving the world, you've you got your credit card payments. You know, I'm, <laughs> look, 16 I'm worried, like from... you
4: said, I you know, because my son likes the boys a lot, and we're worried about this, like, that the that we have to, like, I want the show. I want, yeah. I want Billy. I want I want those guys. I want Mother's Milk. I want those guys. Like, I love the show for those guys Yeah. more than even the superheroes on that mm-hmm. show. So I'm going to be missing...
1: And, you know, like, and I'm hoping that, like I said, this does tie into, you know, season four. Season three was such a really uh, such a good season. You know, you got the introduction of Soldier Boy, which is like Captain America and their universe. And Jensen Ackles played him really, really well. You know, you find out that he's the reason Homelander even exists because he's basically Homelander's dad. They took his DNA mm-hmm. to make Homelander. You get some really, really cool scenes with them fighting. And, you know, like at this point, Homelander's pretty much psychotic. I thought Anthony Starr w- w- should win an award for his acting in season three because mm-hmm. you really start to see now that is H- a very, very deep character. Mm-hmm. He's not just, you know, evil Superman, I think, which a lot of people label him as that. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, honestly, I- I'm also really growing on A-Train because A-Train's kind of in a redemption arc in season yeah, yeah. three where, you know, he he inadvertently basically gets his brother paralyzed and you know, so seeing that how he works to it, you know, he's got a bad heart because he took the compound V, because you could use it as a drug too. Yeah, it's you like the, they have an it's, you really out. inject it, and so yeah. it's basically like superhero heroin. It keeps you strong. I mm-hmm. guess, more than anything. And basically, you know, he takes it to there was Shockwave, which was the, the other quick hero, and he beat Shockwave like basically blows him out the water in a race because he took Compound V. Yeah, it was in the first season, right? Yeah. So you know, in. You you see train get his revenge on the guy that hurt his brother in this one, which was crazy because at this point A-Train doesn't run because if he does he'll kill himself basically, yeah. and so he find he basically beats this guy up, and grabs him while he's on the ground and runs as fast as he can. And he's dragging this dude at 800 miles per hour and kills him, Ooh. but and he passes out. And it, it's a really cool scene to see because Atrien they said Atrien hasn't ran in like two and a half seasons at that point mm-hmm. or season and a half, and you know you but it's also but it's it's dark. They kill he kills this. He other hero and dot to cover it up gives him the guy he killed's heart so he could be a superhero again. Because wow. A Train's heart was was messed up. So he I got got like, a, I had a tomba- I always say cool. I got a two tomba- Yeah know. bro like I say like he literally killed this other superhero and to cover it up they made it seem like he died in an explosion and they gave A Train his heart so A Train could be a superhero again. Because like I said A Train wasn't a superhero at this point because he couldn't <laughs> run. And that's his only power is to be a super when speed
4: on the, show. the propaganda stuff that they do on the show, yeah, it was—it's like, really big in it's season. So three. good. Like You're they like,
1: they, like, they really yeah. push Homelanders like I said, like, like you know, in the first season, Homelander trying to get the superheroes in the army mm-hmm. and all that—that's like a big part of it, you know. And obviously, people don't want to do that. And then like they create fake terrorists. Yeah. They're giving the compound V out to you know. Al Qaeda Even like whatever. the fake
4: reality show, like you can be one of yeah, the seven you know, and, like, like all that, and then. And like you know, like the small towns have like the crappy superheroes. Yeah, like, like, they got the no one's we care about. Right, like the bigger cities get the big ones. It's just it's like, mm-hmm. it's like basketball. It's like it's literally like, so like you know like, I want to play with my friends in the big city. Yeah, like you want to, it's all about the big market. I want to be on the Kansas team. <laughs> right, be, it's great. It's so good.
1: No, so yeah, but I, I'm really excited. So I know in season four is gonna be really cool. I know like we're getting Tech Knight, which is basically Batman and Iron Man and the boys. He's gonna be in uh, Gen V. Mm -hmm. Which is really, really big Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan Another huge actor He was uh, Negan on The Walking Dead He's gonna be in season 4 as well so I mean they are they keep adding really big names mm-hmm. and they're expanding the universe one by one so I can't wait to see what the finished product is going to look like yeah Amazon's killing it right now I'll be honest they are uh, they, they, they put out a lot of really good shows they're
0: starting to be one of the top streaming services for the fact that they bring in some of the newest movies and they got obviously th- Thursday Night Football mm-hmm. like it's obviously because they got this money like they <laughs> they, they, yeah, they, they blink and they can spend a million hundred million dollars and be fine with it because they're going to make two hundred million dollars right. um, and they're still pretty cheap compared to yeah it's only fifteen dollars a month yeah, it's really like, compared. Netflix don't, man, I'm not watching, no, like I'm not watching no football world, on Netflix. World, world. <laughs> I ain't, ain't watching nothing live. I'm not seeing no new movies come out. I'm seeing the movies that nobody, nobody cared about it. They make no money coming it's to Netflix. College. Yeah, you got random 2002 movie pop-up <laughs> that just came out. Like, that came out three times in 2020. Like, come on now. But um, that's about it for today, man. Um, First live episode. Got anything uh close the show with? demand. your third outro. Oh and, um, right.
2: It's going to be more of a serious one, for real, y'all. Yeah. You know, last week was like a really good quote. Like you really got to think about it. Really, I really, really good at what? It. it was good. Like you got to think about it. Like you know, life. You know what I mean? The like gives you lemons. You know, make lemonade. But like, yo, you don't need to make lemonade. You know what I mean, Mix, go make go make
1: make make a mixed juice. You know Apples, I mean? oranges, look, 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 and lemons.
2: But I will say, speaking on the um Chris Evans thing, you know, mental health matters. Um, no matter you know, man, woman, don't matter. Teenager, kid, even you know, mental health matters. Um. You know, reach out to at least one person. If you don't feel like you can, you know, somebody out there cares. Somebody out there, um, you know, wants to help you. Somebody wants to, you know, show love and appreciation to you. You know, it's even days I feel like, you know, it's me against the world. But I know that I have a support cast. I have people that love me and care about me. So just, you know, don't hold and suppress, you know, that negativity in your life. You know, open up and get the help that you need and just vent your issues out as much as you can.
1: Well okay, said, man. man. Well way said. To, well way to said. improve off of last week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> cool, man. Uh, with that being said, guys, thank you guys so much for joining us. It's been a virtual source, and we'll see you guys next week.